there has to be a record. A reckoning. Something beaten in stone to bleed upon. There has to be something left behind. There has to be an artifact. Doesn't there? This is Chad Hall. Welcome to the podcast. Tonight, what I want to talk about is journaling. I started journaling three years ago, maybe four. I had just finished reading the journals of John Cheever. Cheever was a fairly famous short fiction author. A man battling alcohol, infidelity, a failing marriage, and his own bisexuality. They don't cut out the ugliness in his own character. They leave in the often vicious, petty thoughts that most of us deny having. They don't have the resolution of a Hollywood-ready memoir. Cheever's journals are all struggle. They're all middle. No start. No end. And because of that, their art. Cheever knew. He grinned when he handed the notebooks to his son. He knew that they meant something. And that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to journal as art. But I wasn't prepared for the journey. I wasn't aware of the problem. You see, Cheer didn't set out to make something. He journaled for himself. And then decades later, realized the value beyond his personal expression. It was the intimacy of his private thoughts that gave them value. But I, I set out with the intention to share. And I found myself continually embarrassed by my own thoughts. Ashamed at my pettiness. I started crossing things out. I started drawing big NSA-style black redaction boxes over my ugliness. Erasing it from the record. I started editing the truth out of the truth. And eventually, I just started skipping those parts, no longer bothering to write them down. I started sculpting an image of myself. I began to exaggerate, to lie. And then eventually, I stopped journaling. There was no art to it. It was all manufacturing. Everything of Cheever had been lost. In psychology, or maybe it's sociology, 
They talk of the Hawthorne effect. The Hawthorne effect, according to the Google synopsis, is the alteration of behavior by the subjects of a study due to their awareness of being observed. Or to put it even more briefly, we act differently when people are watching. I had fallen prey to the Hawthorne effect. You can't write journals like John Cheever while imagining people reading them. Eventually, I found my way back to journaling. Though to be more accurate, it was logging. I started writing down what I did every day, where I went, when I watched, and what I read. In fact, I still do it today, logging all the simple details. At first, it was pretty basic and boring stuff. But it didn't matter. It was just for me. I didn't have to imagine entertaining anyone. Over time, I found myself adding more details. I found myself jotting down thoughts and feelings. Over time, I even captured some embarrassing thoughts. I journaled my anxiety. I detailed my hypochondria. In time, my journal became a true journal. Something bordering on value. But it didn't cross the line until I started reading them. I was so wrong. The value of journals isn't in other people reading them. That's not what made John Cheever grin. The value of journals is in reading them. Reading them yourself. In remembering the past. In hearing the voice of an older version of yourself and finding that person inside of you, napping in a warehouse. And those ugly, petty thoughts, they still sneak in from time to time, but they've become less and less. Not because I've omitted them, or I've edited them out, but because they burn every time I read them. They level me with reality. So I learned not to think them. I analyze them with distance. I grow from them. I improve because of them. I become more and more the person I once tried to create through fabrication. And that's the true value of a journal. So if I could go back in time and change only one thing. I would have started earlier. I would give all those monstrous lost past versions of myself a way to see themselves. 
I would give them the chance to grow. Because they were so miserable and helpless and needing. So bent on breaking themselves when they couldn't find a way to build. So desperately, devastatingly full of hope that there was something more. Achievers knew that hope. Underneath all that brittle truth was a pumping heart that felt the possibility for more. He knew that journaling itself is an optimistic act, a commitment to the notion that one day a better version of ourselves will be around to sift through the rubble of yesterday. Or in his words, the most wonderful thing about life seems to be that we hardly tap our potential for self-destruction. We may desire it. It may be what we dream of. But we are dissuaded by a beam of light. A change in the wind. Thanks for listening and for subscribing. The response so far has been humbling. I really want this to be valuable, to be something that you welcome into your day. And if I succeeded, I hope you'll send it to a friend with a genuine desire for them to get something from it as well. Simple goals. So, until next time, Remember, failure isn't an option, it's a requirement. <laughs>